Welcome to the Cold World Podcast, special edition. We are talking about the Conor McGregor-Khabib fight. Well, not the fight a little bit, but what happened after the fight. Because folks seem to be split on how they feel everything went down. Who's wrong? Who's right? All this stuff, man. It was, it was wild. So let's recap. There, uh, Conor McGregor has been off from UFC for two years. He took time to go fight Floyd Mayweather, had to come and get back. Um, he is the biggest draw in the UFC, hands down. All right. So him and Khabib um, were set to fight. And our guy, McGregor, was selling the fight. And he did it in very... Uh, one would say disrespectful fashion okay so in his disrespect uh he disrespected um khabib's family he could he disrespected khabib's religion called him a dirty muslim said a lot of stuff that was like really really foul right and they just did not like each other it's it's, it's, it's clear that they didn't like each other they are not friends they wanted to hurt each other while one might have been selling a fight, the other one, the other one was definitely not here for the games or the shenanigans. Okay, so, um, so just in the recap of all of that, right? Like they fight, Khabib chokes out McGregor. McGregor taps out quite quickly. Ah, taps out, huh? and after that. Khabib sees uh, folks from Connor's entourage. They still talking. Khabib jumps over the, the fence, goes into the crowd to fight those cats. And then Khabib's crew jump into the octagon and they sneak McGregor. Is this your game? And huh? folks are saying that Khabib went too far. I also want to say, for folks that are that may not know what happened or know the backstory, Connor earlier this year attacked. Khabib's training bus broke a window in that bus. Uh, one of the one of Khabib's uh, friends caught lacerations. Um, I think his wife uh, was on that bus. I'm not sure, but there was definitely a lady on that bus. And they threw a, a bus. I mean, they threw they threw a, a garbage can. They threw um, a, a, um, like a rail guard, and they tried to throw a whole bunch of stuff. All right, so. That's where we're at. That's what happened. <laughs> All right. Are we caught up now? Let's 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 see. Um, Dana White has something to say about it. Let's see what what Dana White uh, thought about it. I saw this guy Habib, and Habib ran and jumped over the octagon, went after him. Then eventually, two of Habib's guys got into the octagon, and one guy hit Connor with some shots from behind. Being in there, in the middle of this thing when it was going on, I felt that I, I have to start worrying about the fans and people that are inside the arena. And I felt that if we put the belt on him in the middle of the octagon, it was gonna rain. And I thought that people would throw whatever, whatever they, they had, had into the octagon and I thought it would be a dangerous situation, so I didn't do it. I said, we're, we're gonna be lucky just getting him out of here without him getting pelted. 
we, we have to see what happens uh, with the Nevada State Athletic Commission. I mean, not just the commission. I mean, there's going to be fines. There's going to be uh, God knows what, you know. Can these guys get visas and get back in the country? I've been doing this for 18 years, and uh, um, the biggest night ever, and I couldn't be more disappointed, you know. You know me, I'm usually mad at everything, you know, but I'm not even mad. I'm, I'm just really disappointed. He didn't care about the fight, he, meaning the, the fight after. He was more concerned about the fight, the fight fight. What did he say? What did he say he about said, the fight? He said, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I don't give a, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff, you know. We don't like each other, whatever. It happened. He didn't even press charges. You know, he doesn't like Habib and the whole deal, but he didn't even press charges against him and his team. He, he doesn't care about that. He cares that he lost the fight. All right. That was what the commissioner had to say. Um, they also got some words from um, Khabib eventually around what he thought and what he felt about the fight. Um, let's let let's 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 hear what Khabib had to say too. Khabib. Congratulations on your victory tonight, but as I'm sure you're aware, the story is really about what happened after the fight, unfortunately. Can you tell us in your words, what caused you to, to jump over the cage and, and to go after uh, Connor's team? What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, first of all, I want to say sorry to Athletic Commission, Nevada, sorry to Vegas. I know this is not my best side. You know, this is not my best side. You know, I'm human being and uh, like I don't understand how people can talk about I jump on the cage, you know. What about he talk about my religion, he talk about my country, he talk about my father. He come to Brooklyn and he broke bus, he almost killed a couple people. What about this? What about this? Why people talk about I jump over the cage? Why people still talk about this? Like I don't understand. I am respect, I, my father teach me, hey, you have to be always respectful. My old team, where I'm training California seven years, everybody know who I am. All my friends, like everybody who know me, they know who I am, you know? And uh, I told you guys, these guys, not only him, his old team and him, they tap machines, you know? I told you guys, when you put him wrong way, he gonna tap, you know? What happened today? Like they call him two-time world champion, like two weight classes, but today he tap. And that's why, alhamdulillah, belt is here, undisputed, undefeated UFC lightweight champion. And you know, and I wanna say something like, um, you know, like people a little bit, uh, it's not people, I think it's media. Media a little bit change MMA. This is respect sport, you know? This is not trash talking sport. This is respect, so like I told you before, guys, I want to change this game. I don't want people talk about like opponents, talk about his father, like like religion. You, you cannot talk about religion, you cannot talk about nation. You know, guys, you cannot talk about this stuff. And you know, this is for me is very important. And uh, uh, <coughs> thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Let's pause it right there. Right. So. So you heard what the commissioner said. Um, we don't know if he's going to lose a belt. Uh, so far, Khabib has not been paid. And the three 
friends of Khabib's have been arrested. And we don't know what the suspension is going to look like if he got a forfeit or whatever the case is, right? Khabib was very clear. said, this is about respect. This is a respect sport. So let me let me just like set things straight for folks, right? And, I, and I'm going to say I am a boxing fan. I like boxing far more than I like MMA. This is one of the first like fights that I watched live of MMA, right? Um, but I think this is something beyond MMA. I think you have, you got two different folks operating on two different wavelengths, okay? F McGregor, much like Mayweather, sells fights. That's what they do. So they rile you up. You know, they know us about the bag. They can have, like, behind the scenes, they'll have conversations and figure these things out or whatnot. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have willing participants. Mayweather and McConnor were both, Mayweather and Connor were both willing participants in the sideshow of that fight, right? Like, that, that, that's why they got one of the largest pay-per-views ever. That's fine when both folks are parties to the sideshow. Khabib was very clear. Um, he is a very uh, he 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 takes his religion very seriously. He takes his honor for his family very seriously. He takes those words and those threats very seriously. Like Khabib is not a person to be played with. You could tell that there was real bad blood between those two people. And there were moments if you watch the fight again where Connor is you know, trying to shake his hand or, you know, Connor is in like fight mode, but also like business mode. Uh, Khabib went in with a head full of steam, a heart full of hate, and he was ready to take back the honor that he felt that this dude took from him. Like it was not a game for Khabib. And I know some folks was like, he messed up his money, he messed up his bag. You got to understand, man, for some people, like honor, respect, those things mean a lot more than money. You, you attack that dude's bus when you put, like, people's lives in danger. So, like, him and his friends, think about it. Um, and also, let's be very clear about where these people come from. McGregor is Irish. There was a, a sea of Irish flags in the ring, all right? The UFC is built around, at this moment, around McGregor. You can look at the entrance of McGregor in that fight, which was a beautiful entrance. It's one of the best entrances I've ever seen, right? Like... It was the Conor McGregor show, and he was the challenger. You know, the cheers, like, love this dude. Khabib um, is brown, he's Russian, he's Muslim. And the, 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 the tension between the Russian fans and the Irish fans is really, really key. Like, you, you, you cannot, like, take these things for granted. So we get into the fight. Khabib is in control from the start, um, whether it was striking, whether it was going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, whether it was getting on the ground. Khabib was in full command throughout this fight. And for Khabib to make him tap out the way he did as quickly as he did, right, like that was what Khabib said he was going to do. He said, I'm going to get him to tap out. This is your two-time world champ, all that good stuff. Like Khabib didn't care about none of that. After the fight, like even in – so right in the middle – of the the last round right before the last round started um mcgregor and and khabib had words so mcgregor was holding on to khabib's gloves uh mcgregor was putting his toes in the fence like both of these things are illegal um 
Khabib tried to tell the ref. The ref apparently didn't hear it or didn't see it or whatever the case is. So they were yapping at each other right after that. As soon as Khabib made McGregor quit, and that's what he did. McGregor quit. McGregor's entourage started yapping with Habib. Habib throws his mouthpiece. The dudes are still talking. Habib, Khabib jumps up over the fence. And I would show it, but UFC has been tripping. Like, they've been taking down videos. And, I mean, they are really trying to control, like, the narrative on this stuff, right? So, that's why I'm not showing the video. He jumps into the crowd, goes at dude. While he's going at dude, Khabib's boys that were on that bus, um, that got attacked, that got tired of hearing about, May, I mean, um, Connor, jumped in the ring, and they went at, 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 at Connor. Listen, I'm going to keep it. All the way real, man. There are people that are saying that Khabib is a disgrace today. There are some people pointing out something like being using this as an opportunity to, to say like racist and hateful things about Muslims. Um, there are folks saying that he should be banned from the sport. My thing is this. We are watching the most brutal sport on the planet. Th this, is, this is akin to Coliseum fights, right? Like these are people that's fighting for honor and, you know, one of these people is a hundred millionaire. You know what I'm saying? The other one is not. He is not a well-known person outside of the arena of MMA fighting and UFC. You know, like he 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 is really fighting for like his honor. If one is a disgrace, then you gotta say that Connor is a disgrace. And I don't I don't think either are a disgrace per se. I think that when you go into these type of fights, like you I know what I'm gonna get. I know I am getting some brawling, bloody, like just off the Richter scale, like type of madness. You know what I'm saying? That's what I know that I'm getting. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You can't control how somebody reacts, man. Like you can't think that that guy just thinks it's all business when you are disrespecting his father. You can't think that he thinks it's all business when you bust his, his, the windows on his bus and like injure one of his people. Like you disrespected that man up till everything, yo. Connor has been known for saying mad racist stuff. He said mad racist stuff um, against Floyd Mayweather. He said mad racist stuff. Uh, he called this dude a dirty Muslim. Like, like Connor has will disrespect family. He will disrespect wives. He will disrespect children. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like when you give off a certain type of energy and somebody responds to it, I think we are so used in this internet culture of people being able to say whatever they want to say to folks and not having to really reap any of what comes from that. Like this dude is this dude fights for a living. This is what this Khabib do, dude does. Khabib is in the United States in Vegas. He is in a hostile crowd from the gate. From the gate. Like people didn't come there to see him. They came to see Connor. You know what I'm saying? So he are, he's the champ and he's already getting booed. Like he is, this dude has been nothing but meek and humble the entire time. He didn't say a lot of stuff back. He just said, I'm going to hurt this dude really, really bad. So I'm just curious, right, as to what you all's thoughts are because, like I said, Connor's been paid for the fight. Khabib has not. Um, Khabib might lose his belt. His friends have been arrested, which... I understand because you can't hop into the ring and do whatever. But when people talk about 
ride or die situations, when they talk about like really having friends um, that really got their back, like that's what was displayed, man. Like you, I, I can't argue like homeboy laws. I was in Mexico with my brother and some friends and things of that nature, man. And, and, and like a, a bar fight like jumped off. This is when I was in my early 20s. A bar fight jumped off. And this dude swung on me. Like, I didn't know him and my work. My brother had had some words. And I was at the bar waiting for drinks. And dude just hauled off and swung. Hit me. You know. And then my brother came in. Hit him. Like, we, I, <laughs> I'm fighting. Everybody's fighting. Like, it's a, it's a huge. Like, it turned into a real bar brawl. Um, in that moment, nobody is, nobody knows, like, like, just because I feel like there's people that, that live by a different set of rules and codes, right? Like, I'm not a violent dude. I'm not a tough guy. None of that stuff, right? But in that moment, I'm not, I don't know who's right or wrong. I don't know, you know, what the conversation was that led up to that moment. All I knew is that folks were in imminent danger, people that I cared about, and these are things that your parents teach you from an early age. My father taught me early on, and my mother, like if something's happening to my brother and my sister, like if they getting if they getting jumped or beat up, then we all just gotta be getting jumped or beat up. Like that's just kind of how that how that happens. You know what I mean? Like I just like I'm 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 listening to like a lot of these responses, and I'm just curious as what do y'all want, right? Like. And I, this is a real question. I want you to respond to me. Like, when you say that you, like, I'm thinking about even the Cardi B situation. When you praise people for their authenticity, when you praise people for being who they are, not switching up, um, being unapologetically them, that means that many of the ethos that they grew up with are part of that package. So, in the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj situation, where they might be at the Met Gala or whatnot, People are saying that Cardi B acted irrationally for attacking Nicki Minaj. I think a lot of people from our from, from my community that I grew up in know when somebody says on site, that means on site. I try not to say on site to people because in my mind, that means something. You know what I mean? Like, I know some of these people are playing a role and some of these folks are like really business people and they are leveraging quote unquote authenticity and that's cool until you meet a truly authentic person you see what i'm saying like does that make sense so i'm not condoning what happened i'm not condoning what dude did but i understand like pride and i understand passion and i understand yo you put my family in danger like i understand those things so we'll see what happens. I assume, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, I'm pretty sure Habib, uh, Khabib is going to be um, suspended. I hope that he doesn't lose his belt because he earned it. I mean, he expeditiously took Conor McGregor out. Conor had no answers. What I hope happens, and I don't think it will, is I hope people will be more thoughtful about the words they use. Because I see this happen on 
social media a lot. I see people say a lot of things what they'll do to somebody. I see a lot of like empty threats. I see a lot of like idling and all that stuff. If you don't want those type of problems, I would just say we should probably all use a different level of decorum. Because there are just certain things that you don't say to certain people from certain communities. Like, I'm not going to disrespect somebody's spouse, their child, or whatever. Because at that point, for a lot of people, not everybody, a lot of people, at that point, they don't care about their job. They don't care about their livelihood. Like, honor still means something to a lot of people. And I think in this... In 2018, in the social media first era, in this computer gangster area, era, like where I can type something about people that I never have to see, I can get people fired for something that they said before or whatnot, you know, where I don't have to be nose to nose with somebody. I really think that folks should really check their energy because what? Khabib showed us last night is what keeping that energy looks like. When people say keep that same energy, because I know that a lot of times people from other communities like to take black vernacular and use it. So I'll be seeing a lot of like white folks talking about keep that same energy. And I don't think they really know what that means. Or when they say stuff like on site, like, like these are real things to real people. Um, like, I want you to understand what that means for a lot of people, man. Some people don't care nothing about losing uh, some money. Some people don't care about getting locked up. Some people don't care about dying in certain situations, man. Like, there, is still, there are still people on this earth that will die for what they believe in. Like, there are folks that do not take their religion for play-play. I'm not Muslim. I don't disrespect Muslims. I don't I don't disrespect that faith. I'm a Christian dude. But I don't I don't like people take that stuff seriously, man. That's their salvation. That's what they believe, you know what I'm saying, is the way and the truth. You called that dude a dirty Muslim. You talked about his dad. You attacked his bus. And I understand such as is a professional. Listen, man, the reason why people love Pacquiao so much. Is because they saw what he meant to the Philippines. They saw what it meant for him to come to the United States and be such a dominant fighter. And he didn't care about money. It's probably why he's kind of broke now, to be honest with you. He's gonna be he's broken busted now because he fought like a warrior. Like he is a warrior. He didn't have business savvy. Bob Aram did all that stuff. Like there is a code of ethics though that he came in, like a warrior's code, and that's what he fought with. That's why he took bad fights. That's why he would fight anybody anytime. Look at how many fights he had in the, in the amount of time that he had them. You know, Mayweather came out of a family like that, but he he saw what that damage did and he is a businessman. So 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 Mayweather is good at working the fight. He's good at establishing the rules early on with the other fighter. Like, I'm going to be disrespectful. I want you to be disrespectful. This is what's going to happen. Him and Conor McGregor had constant communication during um, the, the, the advertisement of that fight. They caught private jets together. Like, they talked about, like, how they're going to sell this fight. Conor McGregor is a businessman. He is an amazing businessman. He's an amazing fighter. The UFC needs him to be 
good. They need him to win. And in his last four fights, he's won one. But he's still the best show walking in that in that arena, right? Like, so he was he was expecting Khabib to be a businessman as well. I don't actually think that McGregor hates Khabib as much as he, you know, sold it. I, I, I really don't. I, I think that he was just trying to sell a fight with the top fighter at that time. But I don't know, man. They're talking about a rematch. If I'm Khabib, I mean, Khabib probably going to give it to him because he really hates that dude and wants to get another shot at him, get his hands on him. I wouldn't give you a rematch. I, I want you to feel that loss forever. I want you to feel it. I want you to just have to eat that loss. We can see each other in the streets. We can see each other in some back alley, whatever. We ain't doing it for belts, though. Like, let's just let's just go find a place and just old school knuckle it up. But I wouldn't give I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. But I'm sure Dana White will make him if he gets to even keep his belt, if he even gets to stay in UFC. We'll see. But I want your thoughts. Does honor still play a role in your life? Like, what are some things that you are willing to die for? I want to really know what people are willing to to lose it all for. Because I have my buttons too, right? Like, I talk about it a lot on this podcast. When I get the type of success that I'm trying to get, I'm disappearing. There are There's a certain way that I grew up. There's certain things that I work for that I just don't have the ability to shrug off if, if, if it becomes threatened. Like, if somebody was to threaten my mom or, like, my, my, my mother or my father, right? Like, all this stuff would be gone. Like, all of it. Like, I'm... I'm I, I'm not even like I said a tough dude or nothing like that. Like, but I'm I'm going to I'm gonna want to do something to you. Like I like you know what I'm saying like just from where like there's a code from where I came from and how I grew up that even if I had all the money and all the success, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I allowed that to happen. You understand what I'm saying? So, anyway, man. This has been fun. This has been a Cold World Podcast. Let me know if you think I'm tripping. And that's fine. I want to hear your thoughts. We will be back. Um, I hope the thing that you take from this is you cannot disrespect that man. You can't disrespect a man's religion. You can't disrespect a man's family. You can't put his family in jeopardy. Um, Like Respect is a real thing. And money ain't everything, yo. Some people would happily throw that stuff away to get that respect. As always, man, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. This is the Cold World Podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.